0: Now, whether this is your first time hearing the podcast or you remember it from before, I pray that it will provide help and encouragement to you in your life. Now, today I'm going to be sharing with you the seed of survival that God plants into you to uproot the destructive behaviors of the seed of loneliness and the roots of rejection, fear and suicide and that particular seed is called the seed of respect so let's go ahead and define respect so respect means high or special regard it also means esteem or admiration or maybe even appreciation now the scripture that i use to reference that comes from proverbs chapter 22 verse 1 that says Choose a good reputation over great riches. For being held in high esteem is better than having silver or gold. And that again comes from Proverbs chapter 22, verse 1. Now, I have been talking about having a close and personal relationship with God. So I hope that is progressing well and you're actually starting to gain some ground in hearing his voice. It is so important to hear his voice. So that you can be guided by him to fulfill the purpose that he has for your life it is also important that if you are hearing his voice you will not have a reason to doubt what he says or what to believe about him now you will see that he respects you more than you even respect yourself probably as you are developing a relationship with him you will see that it should solidify the feelings that he has for you and prayerfully help you to deepen your feelings for him. As you do, you will begin to take the focus off of yourself and he will begin to just start to pour into you, thus preventing the enemy to find a way into your life and from allowing his narratives to hold a place in that thought process as well. Now, spending time with God crowds the enemy out. Just as it is said, three is a crowd. That is the case with you and God. You have to make sure that you keep the enemy out of your life because you don't need that extra presence and you definitely don't need his voice in your life. He wants to be able to distract you as much as he can because he thinks that by doing so, It will allow him to have a higher place in your life. But you just have to make sure that you don't allow him to do that so that therefore you will be able to prevent the seeds and roots of loneliness from being planted into your life. What happens though if you may be already in this state of loneliness? How can you get to this level of respect? It first begins with God. You have to believe in God and that he will be there to help you, to guide you, and to just basically take care of all of your needs. So let me just share with you two scriptures. Philippians chapter 4 verse 19 says, But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. And then the second scripture I want to share with you comes from Psalm 84 Verses 11-12 through that says, For the Lord God is our light and protector. He gives us grace and glory. No good thing will the Lord withhold from those who do what is right. O Lord Almighty, happy are those who trust in you. So just keep in mind that God really will supply all of your needs according to his riches in glory. And that he's not going to really hold anything back from you as long as you are being guided by him. But it also follows the way he wants it to be done. That things are done according to his will. Now, knowing that God is there and will be there is basically the first step in really overcoming some of these destructive behaviors. And then the next thing is that you must believe and respect yourself. You have to have the right thoughts and make the right choices within your mind. And you have to also not only believe all the things that God is telling you, but you have to really embrace it in such a way that when the enemy tries to say something different than what God has told you, you are willing to dismiss it from your mind and not allow it to come to a place of residence there. So let me just give you um, another example So for instance, what happens if you are feeling lonely and as hard as it may be, you may try to place yourself around people and sometimes it can get hard and challenging, but you have agreed to do so so that you can have that positive energy and support to help you. Keep in mind that that really will help you because it will really help you remove those One, lonely feelings that you may have created, but it also kind of gives you some encouragement because when you are connecting with someone, and I know it may even take some courage to do so, it gives you an opportunity to place yourself in a positive environment, especially if they are doing things that are positive, like maybe volunteering or mentoring or maybe doing some type of community service events. When you allow those things to take place in your life, you prevent, one, isolation from taking place, but you also help the enemy to not be able to plant things into you. He won't have the ability to plant those seeds and roots of loneliness into your life. Now, the enemy wants to be able to do that, but of course, God wants you to be able to be connected with others who can support you. This helps your mental state that has come up on you, and it just gives you the opportunity to just replace those types of negative thoughts and images that may be in your mind, and you replace it with things that are more rewarding and life-changing and even encouraging to your soul. So just try to make sure that as each day takes place, that you're allowing yourself to be guided by God and not be overwhelmed by the enemy. So now let's go ahead and look at our example with King Saul and what took place with the seed of respect with him. And so I'm going to be reading from 2 Samuel chapter 1, verses 2 through 16. And it says, On the third day after David's return, a man arrived from the Israelite battlefront. He had torn his clothes and put dirt on his head to show that he was in mourning. He fell to the ground before David in deep respect. Where have you come from? David asked. I escaped from the Israelite camp, the man replied. What happened? David demanded. Tell me how the battle went. The man replied, Our entire army fled. Many men are dead and wounded on the battlefield. And Saul and his son Jonathan are dead? David demanded. The young man answered, I happened to be on Mount Jeboah. I saw Saul there leaning on his spear with the enemy chariots closing in on him. When he turned and saw me, he cried out for me to come to him. How can I help? I asked him. And he said to me, Who are you? I replied. I am an Amalekite. Then he begged me, Come over here and put me out of my misery, for I am in terrible pain and want to die. So I killed him, the Amalekite told David, for I knew he couldn't live. Then I took his crown and one of his bracelets so I could bring them to you, my lord. David and his men tore their clothes in sorrow when they heard the news. They mourned and wept and fasted all day for Saul and his son Jonathan, and for the Lord's army and the nation of Israel, because so many had died that day. Then David said to the young man who had brought the news, Where are you from? And he replied, I am a foreigner and a who lives in your land. Were you not afraid to kill the Lord's anointed one? David asked. Then David said to one of his men, kill him. So the man thrust his sword into the Amalekite and killed him. You die self-condemned, David said, for you yourself confess that you killed the Lord's anointed one. Now, as you can see from these scriptures, even though Saul had a problem with handling things his way, and you know he always allowed his selfishness to get the best of him, you can see that he was still respected among the people. Now, David did not show any kind of mercy to the Amalekite man and had him killed. Now, it was not up to the people to judge Saul. It was actually up to God to do so because of Saul's disobedience. Saul was the first king of Israel and one of God's chosen men. So he was respected by the people. It did not justify Saul trying to take his own life, though, when he was wounded. Because as you can see, he continued to show his own selfishness. And God would definitely deal with him because of that. But it was also obvious that David and the rest of the people respected Saul as the anointed man of God. Now, usually appreciation and respect is given to you when you show it to yourself and you show it to others. Now, if you can't give it to yourself or others, how can you possibly receive it? Now, most of us, of course, have heard the saying, respect is earned when respect is given. It starts with the giving phase, before the receiving phase. You must be able to have a sense of self-respect first before you can respect others. Now, if you are following God and his ways, you already know that he is in your corner and he is going to be there for you. Because of that, It should give you the confidence of knowing that God loves you and respects you. As you believe that, it should guide you into looking at yourself in a positive way and not allowing the negative images that the enemy is trying to throw at you to have that place in your life. The more you keep God front and center in your life, the more you will be able to not only appreciate the relationship that you have with God, But it should also give you the validation of who you are as a servant of Jesus Christ. Now, as your relationship grows with God, he will show you how to respect others. And people will also start to respect you more. Even in difficult situations and circumstances that can happen. For the most part, if you treat people with respect and try to handle things peacefully, With others in difficult situations, you will see that things can be handled in a favorable manner, instead of just the confusion that can happen without that level of respect taking place. God wants you to not only feel secure with Him, but that He has everything covered. He's going to take care of all your needs and wants and desires, provided that you seek Him and trust Him in everything. Now, Matthew chapter 6, verse 33 says, but Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. So you have to just keep seeking God and trusting him and experiencing him, and he will supply all your needs. God always wants you to be respected because you are his child and a part of his family. And he also expects you to be obedient in the things he shares and teaches you. Remember, Obedience is better than sacrifice, as we saw from Samuel when he dealt with King Saul. And as you lean on God's guidance, he develops confidence within you and helps you to recognize that as one of his children, he always wants you to be respected. He's going to have his hand of protection over you like a father would protect his child. Because you can only see what is in front of you, things may not make sense to you when it does happen, though. But understand that God knows the past, the present, and the future. So when you see things change in your life where doors may be closed with people or with situations, trust him that it is for your best. Even if it may hurt, it's still going to be for your best because he has that type of high regard and respect for you. Now, tomorrow, I'm going to actually be talking about the life application section, so please come back and see how things unfold and what God will do in our lives as we are conquering the seeds of destruction. Take care and stay safe, everyone. Bye-bye.